Welcome to the Reaching Forward Podcast. Let's have church. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. And these are the words of Jesus. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter. And upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. In 1987, there was a heavy metal group called Guns N' Roses. And they released an album called Appetite for Destruction. Well, I'd like to preach a message about God's appetite for construction. Preaching on the thought of a message, Appetite for Construction. Let's pray. Have your way in this service, we pray in Jesus' name. Someone said I was offered a construction job in Egypt, but it turned out to be a pyramid scheme. Well, Jesus has an appetite for construction. Jesus wants to build lives. An appetite is simply a longing or a desire for something. The Bible says the thief has an appetite. The Bible says in John chapter 10 and verse 10, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill, and to destroy. I am come. Now Jesus has an appetite too. And he responded in the same verse, I am come, that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. You see, the thief has an appetite for destruction. But God, but Jesus, has an appetite for construction. He wants to build Lives in our scripture. What type of building is Jesus making? The Bible said, I will build a church. Not a church building, but Jesus was talking about the body of Christ, a spiritual building. What type of materials was he using? Jesus said, Upon this rock, I will build my church. What rock is that? Was it Peter, which is coming from the Greek word Petros? No. But it's Petra, that big, uh, that big rock of ages that Jesus said, uh, he said, Who do, whom do men say that I am? And they gave a variety of answers. And then he said, but whom do ye say that I am? And Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, upon this rock, that is the rock. It is the confession of faith in Jesus Christ who is the Son of God, who is the Messiah, or the Christ to Israel, and who is our Redeemer, that is the building block that we need to be concerned with where Jesus will build His church. And the Bible said that the gates of hell will not prevail against it. See, God loves to build. God has an appetite for construction. You don't have to read very far, just a few words in. To the word of God. In the beginning, God. And then you see God's appetite. It said he created the heaven and the earth. So God likes to build quantity, right? He's into making a lot of stuff. The Bible said he tells all the stars. He he, he calls them by their names. You know, scientists, you might be able to name a star after yourself and the International Star Registry. But let me tell you, it's already got a name. God named the stars. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 31. So he's also got quality. 
When God began to say, let there be light, he looked and he saw it. It was good. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 31, God saw everything he had made. And behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. God does quality work. Very good. Well, the Bible says that the uh, blueprint of the church doesn't involve floor plans, electrical diagrams, sheetrock, two-by-fours, roof shingles, but it involves truths, commands, principles, regulations, promises. Ezra and Nehemiah were builders as they began to rebuild Jerusalem in the Old Testament and the books named after Ezra and Nehemiah. You can read about it. Well, Nehemiah built walls, and that's important. But you see, Ezra built lives. Ezra was a prophet. He was the priest, and and with the word of God, he began to build. He began to build those people's lives. And you know that I'm thankful that God is here to build. That is what God wants to build. Build your life. In Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7, the crown of God's creation and the Lord formed man of the dust of the earth, or the dust of the ground, excuse me, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul, body, spirit, and soul. God builds spiritual things. God has an appetite for construction. You know that I'm glad. That's what God wants to do. If you're ever wondering what God wants to do in your life, God wants to build. God has a plan. You know that I'm thankful. Say, well, preacher, it seems like I gave my life to God and it's he's tearing stuff down. Yeah, he might be clearing the ground in order to build something new. But if you've ever been to a construction site, they have to clear all the stuff out of the way to build that hotel. And God will tear down the unprofitable things in our lives, clear the ground, and that firm foundation of Jesus Christ will be laid. That Jesus Christ concrete, and then he will build upon the foundation of Jesus Christ. God is here to build. God has a plan. If you're wondering what Jesus would preach, you can read one of his sermons. Uh, You can read uh, Matthew in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, 6, and 7. It's what's called the Sermon on the Mount. And the conclusion, the last illustration, uh, is what amounts to a class on building. (laughs) God gives a class on building. He said, therefore, in Matthew chapter 7 and beginning in verse 24, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house. And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell. 
and great was the fall of it. I watched a video uh, and it was this man who's, I guess, a professional sandcastle builder. And so on a beach, he built this beautiful sandcastle and then they left it recording and it was obviously a preaching illustration and the tide began to come in. And then you begin to see that sand tower fall. Why? Because it was built on sand. Jesus said, I'm going to teach you how to build your life. And what did he say? If you hear what I say and do it, it's the obedience to the word of God. You know that God, uh, when he spoke this, it's not just hearing, but it's the doing. It's the uh, uh, letting Jesus Christ, the rock that will build your life and my life is the declaration of Jesus Christ as the son of God. The declaration of Jesus Christ as Lord You know that uh, in the 8th chapter of Matthew, right after this happened, uh, it said that uh, multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper, and he worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. Just the word of God. And the Bible said immediately... His leprosy was changed. God gave the illustration and this man came to Jesus to put it to the test. Have you put Jesus to the test? Have you given your life to Jesus? Not just gone to church. Maybe not just, just pray. Well, I prayed, preacher. And it's not just a prayer, but it's saying, Jesus, I'm giving you my life. Build me. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2, to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. You see, they crucified Jesus on a cross, but the blood that he shed on the cross provided forgiveness of sin. It provided the reconnection of God to man's spirit. It allowed the spirit of God to come back into man. From man's rebellion in the Garden of Eden, Jesus restored man to his rightful place. He began to build men's lives. And then in 1 Peter chapter 2, And verse 5, Peter said, Ye also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. You know that buildings have a purpose. The church of God, the church of Christ, not the denomination, but the body of Christ has a purpose. You're built up, the Bible says, a spiritual house. And you're a priesthood. A priest was a go-between. The priesthood, uh, the New Testament priesthood, I'm a preacher. But if you're a Christian, you're a priest. You're a go-between between man and God. God has a plan for his church. When someone builds a building, a lot of times they have a plan or at least an idea. If you're in a developer, you don't just build it and say, I hope someone can use it. You build it. It's a certain building code. It's commercial. It's multifamily. It's residential. God built us a spiritual house. We have a job to offer up spiritual sacrifices. They offered animal sacrifices in the Old Testament. We offer up a sacrifice of praise, a sacrifice of prayer, a sacrifice of doing God's will. You know, doing God's will isn't always easy, but it's a sacrifice. But you know what? It's worth it. 
and it's acceptable. God's will is good and acceptable and it's perfect. You know, the Bible says in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 7, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. The Bible says that we should add to our faith. You know that that faith in Jesus Christ, that's the main, that's the way that you start this journey. We're saved by grace through faith, not of works lest any man should boast. Faith is something. It's a legitimate thing. The Bible says it's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things seen, and by it the elders obtained a good report. God has a plan, and it's to accept Jesus Christ by faith. Have you accepted Jesus Christ by faith? I was talking to my wife and I said, you know, I could have, I was going to join the Marines. Uh, excuse me. I was going to, I joined the Marines. I was going to be a, uh, a certain type of, it's called MCIWS, Marine Combat Instructor of Water Survival, but it just wouldn't work out. It, the plans kept falling through. My unit wouldn't cooperate. I was already a Christian. Well, I began to talk to another guy about another course called Combat Water Survival Swimmer. <laughs> it was a lesser course. And I remember catching him and I was going to network with him at the chow hall where the Marines eat. And, and, I, and, I, and I began to talk to him. I thought I could get this lesser school because I wanted to do it. And I remember he had curly hair, was kind of blonde. And boy, I'd love to meet him again. Uh... I remember him looking at me with this countenance full of joy. Now, he didn't attend the church that I attended, but he looked at me and he said, I'm getting out of the Marine Corps and I'm going to Bible school. And I remember that that time God began to deal with my heart. And, and it was like a, a confirmation that God had a purpose for my life. It wasn't to stay in the Marine Corps. It wasn't to be a, a swimmer. But God wanted me for the ministry. And I was like, oh man. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't something that uh, I thought that I could do. And sometimes I still feel unqualified. But when God calls you, God qualifies the called. He doesn't call the qualified, but he gives his people an appetite for construction. Noah was an amateur, but God used him as a shipbuilder. He was an amateur, but the ark floated, built by an amateur. But you see, he was led by God. The Titanic was built by professionals, and we saw how the end of the Titanic turned out. God will give his people an appetite, his appetite, his desires. Solomon was a temple builder, an appetite for construction. Paul was a master builder, a master builder. The, come from the, comes from the Greek word architecton or architect. It's where we get the word architect. Paul said, I have an appetite for construction. You know, it's all about appetite. It's all about desire. A man came to a preacher. He said, I got a strong desire to live for eternity. The preacher said, no problem. The man said, what do I do? He said, get married. The man said, is it that simple? Would that allow me to live forever? <laughs> Not really, the minister responded, but the strong desire will disappear. <laughs> the Bible said, though, that God gives us a new heart. God gives us a new mind. God begins to 
build in us, rich in mercy, with this great love wherewith he had loved us. He doesn't just build a house. I, I remember something like this. A house is built with wood and beams, but a home is built with love and dreams. You see, home is where the heart is, and God's heart is in his church. God gave himself for it, his church. And if you want a family to be built right, build it on God's word, with God's heart. The Bible says, as newborn babes, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2, desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. You see, babies just have a desire to drink that milk, whether it's from mom or from the bottle. They want that milk. And you know, as newborn babes, it doesn't say, read your Bible. <laughs> the, Bible say, the, the Bible declares that we're to desire the Bible. You know, when you desire something, you'll do it. In fact, we'll work all day in a job we don't like just to do the thing we do like for just a little while. When you desire to do something, you look for it. When you desire to love your wife, you'll do it. When you desire to train your kids up in the way that they should go, you'll do it. When you desire to pay your tithe, yes, it's New Testament, you'll do it. When you desire to make it to church early, you'll do it. When you have a desire, it'll come out when you have an appetite for construction. See, because the Bible says that God gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. Why? Because God has an appetite for construction, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. What does that word edify? It means for the building of God's work. You see, God is here to build lives. God is here to build families. God is here to build your life in 2021. Won't you, don't you want God? He's got an appetite for it. You know that God will build you as much as you'll let him. You can have as much God in 2021 as you want. When others might fall to the wayside or get sidetracked, stay on that straight and that narrow road and let God build your life. He said, I'm going to build my church. He said that you won't be tempted above that you're able, but God will with a temptation make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. This the gates of hell will not prevail against it. No one was able to pluck you out of the Father's hand, and no one is able to pluck you out of God's hand. If God be for us, who can be against us? God has an appetite for construction. He said, I'm going to build my church. There's a famous story that I read that comes from Sparta, and the king of Sparta was bragging about the great walls of Sparta. To a, another king who was visiting there. And the visiting king kind of looked around Sparta and he said, What walls? <laughs> I don't see any, any walls. And then the Spartan king, then he pointed to his army. And he said, These are the walls of Sparta. Every man is a brick. And you know, in Jesus Christ, you're a lively stones. You're builded together. We're members one of another, built into God's church to do God's work. Christ is the head, and with God, nothing shall be impossible. I'll build my church. Appetite for construction. God bless you is our prayer. See you Sunday.